Hello, everyone. It's Jerry at the Fledge. Welcome to another episode of Every Damn Day. Today, I'm up in my office. I've got my art behind me. I have brown hair, brown eyes. I've got my headset on, and I'm wearing one of my favorite shirts, Don't Forget Flint. And, you know, I always talk about Flint too much when I'm trying to do an intro, so I got to just say one thing. I've been talking with a lot of people in Flint, and though the water crisis is still happening, people are still using bottles and all of that. They also want people to know that Flint isn't down and out. Flint isn't all the way broken and Flint still has a lot going on for it. So just a shout out for Flint for, you know, leading this uh, really a worldwide effort to make sure that people are safe in their cities and holding people accountable. So shout out to Flint. But that's not why you're here. You're here to learn about our great friend, Ashley. How you doing, Ashley? Good, Jerry. How are you doing? I am doing really, really well. So uh, the kids are on spring break, you told me. Yes, they are. So you may hear some background kid noises, but hey, it's a good damn day. <laughs> and, and I think kid background noises are much better than most of the others. So, you know, I love kids. <laughs> so um, let's jump into you. Will you tell us about you? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Ashley Willis and I am the owner of Michigan Premier Events. And so my company, Michigan Premier Events, is an um, association and corporated um, event management company. So we manage um, a lot of associations, corporations um, on their events and programs and meetings here in Michigan. Um, and so we're not, you know, the decorating or any of that. We manage um, the vendors, the key stakeholders, a lot of the um, logistics that come behind um, the events, meetings and programs and helping um, nonprofits, for profits thrive through their events, uh, meetings and programs. All right. I'm going to restart a little bit. We want to know about you. Where <laughs> yes. were you born and raised? Yeah. Uh, so go to school, stuff like that. Yeah, so I was born right here in Lansing, Michigan, um, Lansing native, uh, went to Lansing School Districts for a while, and then um, also Grand Ledge um, schools as well. Um, born and raised in Lansing, like I said, again, went to um, Grand Ledge High School as well, and then uh, went to Lansing Community College. I was actually the president of um, Honor Society for Lansing Community College. So it was nice to speak at graduation um, and help people get scholarships and um, also get good grades to be a part of the honors. And then also uh, Michigan State University. And so um, doing all of that, um, I had a background in art, passion, um, had a hobby with doing art as well. Um, so with that, um, I would create like a lot of um, artificial floral arrangements and so, um, with that, I kind of turned my passion into um, a business. And so um, I was a lot into, you know, creating floral arrangements and from floral arrangements have helped a lot of businesses thrive through that. They asked for more services, learned that I was managing more vendors. And so I created a, an event um, corporation company. All right. So, do you mind if I talk about uh, Lansing Community College for a moment? Yeah, absolutely. I'm so proud of that college. Me I mean, too. it's one of the best in the nation, ranked number one or number two, almost all of the time. And there's a lot of programs for people to go for free right now. And that's really a plug I want to put in there. Mm -hmm. uh, 
And then this uh, Steve Robertson, is that right? Mm -hmm. Robertson? Yep, the uh, new president. Mm -hmm. He seems great. I see him jamming on his guitar and old videos that he tweets and stuff like that. And I've met <laughs> yeah. him a couple times now, virtually. Mm -hmm. so he seems great. Yeah. And so a question though, was it really easy to transfer from LCC to MSU, like your credits and all of that? Yeah, it was really easy. And then actually it was easy to transfer to LCC from high school as well too. There's just a lot of scholarships. There's a lot of opportunity and you just have to go and do it and look at what those opportunities are. Um, and so it was also a transition from LCC to MSU. There's a lot of instructors there that are really there to help you um, uh, succeed through LCC. Um, not only that, there's a lot of scholarships. So I applied to a lot of scholarships and um, you know, was able to go to LCC for a, a portion of the time for free as well, just because of the opportunity that they um, put out there. and. LCC really helped me um, position myself as an entrepreneur and a business owner. I took a lot of the business classes, got a lot of a um, lot of their certificates there and management, financials, just to learn the different scopes of business. And so when I started my business, I was able to create my own website, do my own graphics because I took all of the art photography classes as well and took all the business classes and just was able to incorporate all of that in together. Yeah, uh, that's a great story. More people need to hear that because um, they don't know that opportunities there. They think it'll cost too much money or, but I think even a Lansing student can go for free right now. Or no, that's the, if you're over 26 or something like that, you can go for free. Yeah, and not only that too, um, you know, going to LCC, I started out thinking I, uh, or not thinking, but going to the nursing program. And that was the first thing I did. But then I realized after I took um, physiology, I was like, no, this is not for me. <laughs> and so um, knowing at that point that I could easily switch, you know, my degree and there was um, counselors there to help uh, me to make that transition, looking over the credits that I have for a business degree. I mean, they made that transition super easy as well. And I didn't have to worry about, oh, you know, I took all of these nursing classes and now I'm trying to go into the business field. Um, you know, I didn't have to freak out or anything like that. They were really there to help support. Yeah. Well, thank you for spending some time on that. I know it wasn't a hundred percent about your story, but I think it, <laughs> it's an important part. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, corporate event planner, is that what you said <laughs> is what you generally Association, corporation, yeah. So, um, you know, we don't really do the weddings. I used to like, I was in the weddings for a little bit. I did really well with it, but it just was not, it just wasn't for me. Um, I was also a photographer, uh, still do that on the side. Um, but I just really like helping companies and uh, nonprofits. I really like helping them thrive through events. A lot of times people put on events and they don't really understand the return of investment that they should be utilizing. Um, and I just love helping, you know, companies thrive through that and organizations. What, man, there's so many ways I want to start this uh, conversation. What, what's the biggest mistake people make when they're, they're, doing an event like it's a lot more than just creating a Facebook event and inviting all your friends and hoping it's going to work right yeah a lot of times people just don't think strategically they don't realize you know from the time it is to prep that event 
to the post review, meaning after the event, they look at all of the data and, uh, analytics. Um, they look at, you know, the folks that they've networked with, the sales that they could potentially have, those connections that are long-term, um, you know, the budget, financials. People don't really look at that kind of stuff and they don't realize that events really is a critical component to a lot of those uh, factors there that could really help them enhance whatever project or initiative that they're trying to accomplish. So when you do an event, do you have like a, a strategy document or something like that? Yeah, so we have like our development plan documents that we use. And so, you know, talking about the key stakeholders, your sponsorships, your financials, um, what is the really end goal that you're trying to get out of this event? Because a lot of people, they just put on events and then they're just done with it. Um, but they don't realize, continue on with it in just different ways. All right. So COVID happened yes. right. 14 months ago, something like that. Mm -hmm. And you're an event planner, but every event is getting canceled left and right. Yes. So March happened. There was events that were planned. There was events that were um, getting created, but uh, my company was able to look at everything and I hate to use this word, but pivot and help companies um, uh, be more innovative um, and strategic about their events. Don't cancel them. Don't postpone them. There's ways that you can still have your event despite that we're in a pandemic. And that's virtually. Um, I know it was a, it's a new space for a lot of people. They just had to adjust, get comfortable with it, but continue on with your event. There's still ways of uh, uh, contacting your sponsors, they understand the scope that we're in. They're there to support because they want to see the mission that you're trying to accomplish within your event. Um, so those are the things that we helped a lot of companies continue on with their events by doing it virtually. Now we're talking about hybrid. So, you know, the pandemic is still here. The weather's getting nice. So you can transition your events to being outside, ventilated, everyone's social distanced. But not only that, we got to start now getting comfortable with hybrid because once this all kind of settles down, people are still going to be uncomfortable being close. And so that's where the hybrid comes in, uh, where you can still have folks be virtual, but have a little bit of folks kind of be in person. So if somebody just is loving what they're hearing right now, how can they like reach out to you? Do you have a website that I can post up? Yeah, so michiganpremiereevents.com is where you can find me at. Uh, we're actually headquartered right downtown, uh, downtown Lansing, um, which is a great space to have a business, to be honest, <laughs> in Lansing, Michigan. Um, so, yeah, that's where you can find me at. Um, so are there any events that you have coming up or even ones recently that you can talk to us about? Yeah. Like, so give us some examples. Yeah. Yeah, so one event that, or I was just say kind of like a campaign that we actually were um, the founders of and now co-founder is Lift Up Local. And so I don't know if everyone has heard of the Lift Up Local initiative that with Downtown Lansing Inc. Um, I know we kind of started that in 2019 with ambassadors um, where we funded ambassadors to go around and experience different businesses the different culture of businesses um, 
and to highlight those businesses. And so I know downtown Lansing loved that idea, especially during COVID time in 2020. And so they wanted to collaborate with us and we called it Lift Up Local, uh, Lansing Lift Up Local. And so uh, my company funded 24 ambassadors with gift cards um, and they went all around um, downtown businesses to help lift them up um, by, you know, um, making purchases, taking photos, putting it on their social media because the power of social social media during this time, um, using the hashtags lift up local, grub local, uh, shop local, and support local. Grub meeting, it's an eatery, shop, retail, support if it's a nonprofit um, or an art gallery or of some sort. And they're taking those photos and they're just sharing it in their networks because the reach of the networks and we gotten a lot of great feedback from the business owners, um, especially during this time, that they were grateful to have people support them like that. And so we're actually going on our third, uh, we just went through the winter cohort and now we're gonna go through a summer cohort and we're gonna actually work with um, college students because right back door, there's a lot of businesses that they could be um, you know, supporting and getting to know. Yeah. So, uh, I, is there a, uh, website for that one or can they go to your website for that or? Yeah, they can go to Michigan for events, but I would highly recommend to go to downtown Lansing Inc. They, um, have it right on their website. There's also support Lansing shirts that they can purchase, to, um, as well. And this is just to help support, you know, Lansing as a whole. Um, so those are the two websites they can go on to. Is that downtownlancinginc.com? Yes, I believe so. I think so too. <laughs> I'll fix it if not. I'm on the spot. I can't think of websites. <laughs> so, um, does, uh, how are people reacting to events right now? I mean, is the, how's it going? I guess. So there was the pivot. Did the pivot work? Um, yeah, so the pivot worked, but there's just still people who are just not comfortable, and that's okay. They're just not comfortable to be around people. They're not comfortable, or they just don't like virtual. They don't like sitting at a computer and talking to people through a computer, and that's okay. Um, but people are learning to adjust to it. Um, and, you know, I think what's hurting the most are the vendors, um, you know, especially the caterers, the um they're hurting the most, the venues are hurting the most, um, because to be honest, the infrastructure is gonna be a lot different now, or it has to be because of just the pandemic alone of what happened, um, you know, people in tight spaces, I don't think people are just gonna be comfortable anymore, you know, in certain spots. But uh, when we're talking about the, cater the catering uh, with food, you know, how food is being distributed now to people is gonna have to feel more safe, can't just be out in the open, can't have people lingering around the buffets or we may not even have buffet lines anymore, who knows? Everything's probably gonna be start being packaged. Um, those are just different things now that we're starting to think about as we move forward with the events. Um, but there is a um, program that I am um, uh, moderating next week as well with some event experts. Uh, we have a DJ, um, a event decorator, AV producer, and uh, the Greater Lansing Visitors Bureau. We have someone on there to talk about venues, and they're just going to talk about um, different ways of innovating with events as well. So that's next week, um, next week Wednesday. So how can people find out more information about that? 
That's on the Lansing uh, Marketing Hackers page. It'll, it'll be live on there. And we're just gonna just get eventful and talk about <laughs> events there too. All right. Um, what, what's been like your biggest struggle through the pandemic with, I mean, like you, not you personally necessarily, but your company's biggest struggle. Did you lose a lot of clients or a lot of uh, projects, I guess I should say? Well, I think the struggle was, is talking to clients and telling them it's okay, don't reschedule, don't postpone. I think that was the most toughest point. And then going ahead and after them seeing it, for themselves. That was the really struggle point because this is super new to people. And if you are not in the space of events, I mean, you're freaking out, you're having high anxiety. Um, when it comes to events, this is people's revenue. And um, But the struggle was actually launching these events and then showing them, hey, this is what it looks like. And this is what your return of investment can still look like. So that was the biggest struggle. Um, but once folks were seeing that and seeing what we were doing, they felt more comfortable um, and they were just ready to go to work with it. All right. Have, as you've been, because you're an expert in this field, so you probably look at a lot of different ways that people are doing events. Does one stick out to you as, wow, that was really cool that they did that? Um, there's quite a few. You, I don't know. <laughs> I might have to keep thinking about that one and get back to you. Uh, well, probably. So we are you talking about what we did or somebody else did? Anything. <laughs> so now we're in a space where we're thinking of like new spaces of hosting events. And so now we're in a space of television. And so a lot of people don't think, oh, wow, we can actually put our event on TV. And so uh, we recently just did one for the Lansing Chamber, um, the Athena Awards, um, Elaine Hardy, um, the Diversity, Equity, Inclusion Administrator and MLK Commissioner for, um, or in East Lansing, she was the 2020 recipient. And so we were able to take the program of what it would have been in person, um, we changed that up, developed it so it could be um, on television. And so we managed the vendors put that together and it came out to be a really great show that aired on uh, WLAJ ABC uh, 53. And it um, it was just a really great program. And it was great for the community to see that, wow, you can take an in-person event. It doesn't have to be virtual. It could actually be televised. Um, we have some other companies that we're working with um, where we're taking their uh, event and putting it on television as well too. Uh, I was actually just in the studio yesterday and a couple of days ago um, helping that uh, at WLNS um, studio too. That's, uh, is that, is it a myth that that just, that seems so far out of reach to be able to put something on TV, but I'm probably thinking about, you know, billion dollar TV commercials during the Super Bowl. Um, is that expensive? Is it? No, I mean, it, it's really all about the support. It's about the support of your sponsors, about the mission driven behind what you're trying to do. And when there's collaboration and partnerships involved, it doesn't really feel like it's expensive. It feels like it's a mission that's well put together and that's um, for the community to see and for um, exposure of what that mission is trying to accomplish. I think that's the biggest goal right there. 
All right. So how would you sum up your mission? One for your business, but do you also have a mission for just yourself, your life and where you're going? Yeah. So, you know, this pandemic has really made me more aware of the importance of connectivity and being engaged um, connectivity with family. I think that's the super most important thing, uh, family and friends or anyone close, um, you know, life is precious. Um, and so not only that, um, being healthy and taking care of yourself, you know, um, when it comes to mental health, when it comes to physical health, well-being, all of those factors really come in line. And the mission I know for the company is one, to create events that are walkable and healthy, that are collaborative and inclusive. And so those are the missions that we have and um, that we want to help with the community as well. Okay. Is there something you do every damn day to push that mission forward? Yeah, that's uh, not only staying engaged with my family, but staying engaged with the community. I think it's super important to stay engaged, especially if you're a leader, you have to stay engaged with the community. You have to hear what the community is saying. Um, you can't really accomplish the community goals is if you're not engaged. And so, you know, I continue to stay engaged with the community because I want to create programs and events for the community to thrive. And so I think that's super important. Um, but I know my family in general is what helps, you know, helps me put that mission uh, as well. Our, uh, in any given month, we were averaging four and a half events per day um, at the Fledge. And then mm -hmm. the pandemic hit and we seemingly went to zero, but we started virtual with a ton of stuff. Um, do you find yourself not wanting to go to events when you have a event that's not yours? Um, you know, I'm more of that person that I will go to the event and I'll just kind of like look to say, hey, how can I help that person um, make that event thrive even more? So I'm that kind of a person who, you know, if I don't feel like going to an event, I always try to support no matter what. So if I don't go to an event, hey, can I sponsor that event? Or hey, can I give some advice? Can I consult um, for that event? So I do do a lot of that. Um, so that's one of the things that I do do. Um, you know, there's events where I know that has a great mission and I'll say, hey, we'll sponsor the flowers for for your event um, because we know that tablescape is a huge, important component. Or, hey, do you need assistance, you know, with putting together the logistics? We can, you know, those are the ways that I help as well. So hopefully that answers the question. It sure does. <laughs> sure does. I, I find myself just burn out by it, but it's interesting that, you know, you've got a different view on that though, because mm -hmm. that's, yeah, I like that. <laughs> so Mona's got a tough question for us. Mm -hmm. uh, what makes Lansing a great place to do business in? And has it always been like that? So what makes Lansing a great place to do business in? See, see it one more time. I'm I can be slow at sometimes. <laughs> so uh, what? Why is Lansing a great place to do business? Oh, okay. So, Lansing is a great place because there is an abundance of resources here. 
Sometimes it could be hard to find those resources, but they're, they are here to utilize. Uh, we have colleges here that are great with programs. We have organizations here that could really help, um, you know, putting together a business. There's areas where you can have a business or help you start a business. It's here. Um, and I think that is what makes Lansing unique. I went to other uh, cities. They are big. They seem like they're great, but they don't have that uh, collaboration and that or that ecosystem that we have here when it with a business. Um, I think that's what makes Lansing a little bit more unique than these other cities around us. Well, thank you for answering this question. Um, we daisy chain the shows together. And yesterday on the show, we had a good friend of ours, Jesse Flores, mm -hmm. and him and I were talking about how growth, you know, is it comes through the struggle. So lifting weights isn't easy. It hurts your arms or makes you sore, but afterwards you're stronger. What, what's a struggle that you really appreciate that you had to go through? So I really appreciate that I had a lot of closed doors when I started my business because it did, it made me tougher. Uh, and when I had those closed doors, I, I created doors for myself. And so I created my own platforms um, to help show what I do and the mission that I have. Um, I think that really helped because if I didn't have those closed doors, I wouldn't be strong and have thick skin of like what I have today when it comes to business because you have to be a tough cookie uh, to have a business. Yeah, that's, I love that answer. I mean, I, the reason your doors were closed on you, I might not love so much, but the fact that that was the result, I, I love that answer for sure. Um, I'm gonna throw another question up real quick, if you don't mind. If you mm -hmm. had to choose uh, this business all over again, considering all the things that happened with the pandemic, would you have done something else? I would stick with the business that I have um, because believe it or not, it's a need. You know, the, the pandemic happened and people stopped the events and it's like, no, don't stop events. Events are important. They are, it's, they um, create engagement. They create collaboration. They get information out. Um, you know, you've seen the stuff that happened in 2020. If we didn't have events, we wouldn't have known some certain initiatives and, um, got some stuff done for the agendas, um, but events are super important. So um, I would have, I would just keep doing the same thing as I was doing today. <laughs> you, so I don't know what your competitive landscape looks like, but did you see uh, companies like yours go under or fail? Um, companies, I would say they're still doing greatly because it's such a big market. Um, there's just a lot of nonprofits. There's just a lot of business when it comes to management. And it's funny because, you know, before the pandemic, people were trying to understand what management, okay, like, you know, that's not a big deal. But then the pandemic happened, people are like, oh, okay, we now get it. Yes, managing vendors and the logistics and the budget financials. Yeah, that's super important. We need to take you a little bit more seriously. And um, but yeah, that's what I have to say, <laughs> say about that. It, it's funny how much COVID had that impact on things that, you know, it really did strengthen a lot of things and it magnified a lot of problems, but so many people are stronger, I think. 
Yeah, and there's just areas people didn't think could happen. Like, for example, um, remote work. People made fun of businesses that didn't have brick and mortar. And now that the pandemic happened, you're seeing like high-end retail companies who are like, man, we could have been saving a lot of money if we had remote workers. <laughs> They're seeing the impact of it. So. so tomorrow on the show, I've got a, a trio of flow dancers, fire spinners, things like they, they that's their performers. Mm-hmm. What, what question would you like me to pass to them? Um, what are they doing to better the community? All right. And I always flip this question. So what are you doing to better the community? So what I'm doing is keeping people engaged and biggest thing is collaboration. Uh, we got to stay focused and we got to collaborate. Otherwise nothing is going to get accomplished the way it needs to be accomplished. Yeah. I love that. Collaboration is so strong. Do you, it is. <laughs> do you, uh, oh, I, like, let's say somebody wanted to uh, start a company like yours. Mm-hmm. Would you give them advice if they were younger and just getting to all of it's that? So funny you say that because I have people on who help, um, who are actually part of the MPE team, Michigan Premier Events team who actually are, who do have a business that um, is in event planning. So yes, we're all about it. My One of my project managers, um, she's on board. Um, she was an intern because she wanted to learn about event planning, um, helping businesses, even though she's in the wedding field. Um, but I kept her on. And even though she has a business that could be competitive, I want her to thrive as well. And so, um, yeah, I'm, it's, it's all about helping. That's all it is. If we all help each other, we all win. But if we're all too busy competing and hating on each other, we don't accomplish anything. Nothing gets done. We waste yeah, energy. That's right. <laughs> what is happiness to you and are you happy? So happiness to me is family. Um, and I always just say it, collaboration. <laughs> Um, and yes, I am happy. I mean, we all have our days, but I keep a smile on my face and, uh, my family's healthy and my family, my husband, my kids, those are, they are who, what makes me today and they are what makes me happy. That makes me happy. <laughs> what gives you hope? Gives us hope is God. Um, you know, church, um, the strength of prayer is what gives me hope. Um, you know, we have to pray each day, uh, despite everything that's happened, the strength of prayer, we'll get through this. Um, and hopefully we can get through this quickly. Yeah. me too. Are there any things that you want to promote? We talked about lift up Lansing local. Um, we put your website out there. We did the hashtags, uh, anything else you can think of that we should, talk about? Yeah, um, just continue to, you know, um, go on our page and see the events that we're helping put together. Um, I know um, one of the big ones in the community is the Lansing Regional Chamber. So we do help, you know, um, manage their events. They let us know who the key stakeholders are and we put the event together for them. So um, Capital Area United Way is having an event coming up with their volunteers award that we're helping put um, on television. So 
We have some other events coming up that we're about to be putting together for um, the young generation uh, that we're excited about, as well as making Lansing healthy. Um, so that's all gonna be kicking off in the summer. Um, but yeah, just stay engaged with us through our social media, through our website, um, or wherever we're at. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, as we wrap up, what would you like to take us out with? Hmm. Well, I know we're all in these challenging times. And so one thing I do want to say just to wrap up everything is let's all just continue to do the good work and um, collaborate, I, you know, just now is the time that we all just need to collaborate and work together as one. And so I think uh, that's a huge important component, um, you know, and keep when you're doing the good work, um, when you're doing better for the community, keep going. There's always gonna be distractions here and there, but that's a given, just keep going because everyone knows the good work that you're doing. So. Um, and the community needs the good work. Yeah. Great advice. Thank, thank you. you so very much for being on the show. Thank you, Jerry, for having me. And thank you for having this great platform. Um, this is much needed and it's just a great awareness for people to know each other. Well, thank you. And everyone, we will see you tomorrow at uh, 2 p.m. Every damn day at 2 p.m. So we will see you later. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye.